Hello everyone, my name is Carissa Caldwell and today we, I am going to be speaking on depression and anxiety. I have depression and anxiety. Um, I have been dealing with depression and anxiety for most of my life. Um, it really started in um, kindergarten. Um, as a child, I really wasn't accepted by other children. Um, I didn't really know why. I didn't understand why, you know. I was very poorly treated by the other children, and um, I really didn't see the depression um, affect me until middle school. Um, middle school, I was like a, um, like a, mm, a forgotten, you know, someone that's just around a standby, but nobody doesn't really pay attention to. And, uh, you know, the depression was setting in, and uh, I just didn't understand why no one would accept me for who I was. I didn't know what was wrong with me. Um, other than the other children, you know, and even some adults, because adults can be just as uh, uh, disrespectful and um, uh, what do you call it? Show no regard for someone who is different. Uh, I was in special ed. Yes, I was. Not by my choosing, because I was a child. I didn't know what was going on. So I really didn't understand why the heck I was in special ed anyway. Uh, but I grew up being in, you know, going to school, being in special ed. And, um, that was one thing that the other kids didn't like about me because I was slow, quote-unquote, retarded and shit like that. So they didn't want to be around me or be near me and because uh, they didn't want to catch it. First off, you can't catch... Uh, you can't catch anything like that anyway from being near someone who is like that or supposedly like that. So, that was one thing that really uh, made my self-esteem really just get even lower because I was like, okay, so I'm in special ed. Nobody likes me because they think I'm slow and um, dumb and they don't want to be like me. Uh, and I'm like, but I didn't choose to be in this class. I didn't choose to be this way. But they taking it out on me because I, uh, they thought it was my fault for being the way that I am. And, you know, people have stigmas against children uh, who are in special ed anyway, even adults, you know. And, um, oh, and another thing I want to talk about is the mental health system, too. Excuse me. So, my depression came from 
literally being rejected from my school peers and adults and being in special ed and not really understanding why the heck I was in special ed and why don't they like me because I'm in special ed. And then, um, other than school, I had to deal with relatives who um, looked down on me and who um, scapegoated me and used gaslighting techniques on me and you know, they would just be so very nasty and mean and devious towards me. And nobody really didn't care because they all had the same view on me that I was uh, mentally uh, unstable. And they viewed me as a wild animal, um, that needed to be put away, away from society. So that's how they viewed me um, growing up. Um, later on, I found out all the mean stuff that they said about me. Uh, while I was growing up and, um, you know, visiting them, you know, the, the adults in, in the family, my relative, the adult relatives, uh, would say that I was a bad influence when I was a child and that they didn't want me around their other children. And uh, they would just say very mean things about me. I was bad, dirty, crazy, uh, retarded, all types of stuff. And... Um, I was just growing up around people who just viewed me as this very bad thing that they didn't want around. And, uh, it was just, you know, as I got older, I noticed it more and more. And I started asking questions like, um, why do y'all treat me this way? Like, what? I don't understand why do y'all treat me this way? Why do y'all say that I can't do this and I can't do that because of uh, the way my mind is? And they would just be like, because uh, you were born the way you were born. And, you know, studies say that you're not going to be able to do this net in a third. And that, you know, you're prone to do violent things. And that, you know, you're unpredictable and you're dangerous. That's what they told me. And they did a whole bunch of other stuff that was just... It was abuse. It was. It was abuse. And uh, uh, after my grandma died, they all completely disowned me. Uh, So I ended up homeless, going from relative to relative house, but... The reason why I kept leaving and kept getting kicked out is because all they wanted me for was basically for me to give them money. Because me being, quote unquote, uh, mentally ill, I get a check. And uh, that's all they wanted me for. They would steal from me 
And then they would go around and tell lies on me. And I didn't know why people were mad at me. So I uh, stayed with relatives and it was just bad because they really didn't want me there anyway. And uh, I stayed with one and she even said that nobody wants to, nobody in the family wants to deal with you. Nobody wants to uh, be by your side anymore. Nobody doesn't even really want you around. I was like, oh, okay. And uh, I was like, wow, okay then. So I got kicked out of there because she just wanted me to leave. She was rushing me out of the apartment and being very disrespectful and saying, oh, you're not my family and you ain't got shit and you ain't never going to be shit. Hurry up and get out. You're not moving fast enough. She was really nasty and I don't fucking like that bitch. Uh, I don't like that one. That one relative, I really can't stand her. And she has a mental illness too, but she thinks she better than me because, uh, she doesn't have a a learning disability, or she wasn't in special ed. Let's just say this. So she, but this is an older lady too. So that's that with the family thing. And uh, now, this one is gonna be about um, the mental health system and the programs I have uh been in like the um like mental health like therapy and the services that they offer to help people like me low income and stuff like that um i have not had a very positive uh experience with this uh system because the people that helped me like peer supports they didn't want to help me even though it was part of the job to actually do the things I was asking them to do for me, but they 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 made up lies and excuses on why they couldn't do it, and this is the reason why they couldn't do it. And uh, most of them are full of bullshit and lies. Um, and if you struggling. And you have a history of moving from place to place because your family ain't shit. And they're not your family. They done disowned you. They will take advantage of that. And then they'll turn it back on you to make it feel like it's because of the history of you being uh, a house hopper or just keep moving. They'll use this, like, oh, you're, you're unstable, you're irresponsible, things like that. They'll say shit like that to me. And these people can be very disrespectful. And um, they can sit up there and they just flip the table. They just, it's ridiculous how they do. It's so ridiculous. Um, I know it seems like I'm going here and there and everywhere. It's just I'll, I'll be more uh, organized when I get used to this, but it's just been uh, a whirlwind for me because they lied to me. They said they were going to help me with this, that. All the goals I told them I wanted to accomplish, I only probably got 
hmm, maybe 2% of them done on their behalf because they didn't really do anything. I was doing all the work, so um, it's just like the mental health system that offers services to find you housing, low-income housing, or income-based housing, um, how they're going to assist you and how they're going to partner with you and be team, be a team player. They don't really do that. They don't do that. They'll let you drown like they did. They'll sit there and watch you um, do all you can to prevent yourself from failing. Like in my uh, situation, I did everything I was supposed to to prevent me from being homeless again. But they just dropped the ball on me. They didn't do anything. They didn't help me. But they was telling me that I was irresponsible. I don't care about myself. Uh, I'm not doing nothing to help myself. But I'm the one that's doing all of the um, calling and writing down notes and all these other things. While y'all sitting on, on y'all ass and talking shit about me and complaining and using shit that I told you against me like that's supposed to hurt me or embarrass me like that's what some people don't get you can't you can't read somebody that can read they self. you can't tell somebody about uh, who they are when they already know who they are and what they're not Because they take responsibility for their actions. Unlike most people, they do not take responsibility for their actions towards other people who are either less fortunate than them or whatever. Whatever the situation, I'm talking about mine. I am one of the less fortunate people in society. And... um, I just got treated so bad. I did everything. Looked for jobs, but then the jobs was messing around on me and just effing me over with money and hours. And they thought that they was going to overwork me when I told them I couldn't do that because I get a check and there's specific hours that I have to work. So that job didn't work out. So, uh it's just, it's a, it's a merry-go-round when you, uh, well, sort of like a merry-go-round, but a maze at the same time when you're poor or low income and, uh, you have to deal with these people that are supposed to cater to your situation or something. I'm trying to find the right words, but you're low income, they supposed to be helping you because you're low income and they help low income people. They help mentally uh, ill people. That's their service. So it's disappointing when you, well, it was disappointing to me when I had to realize that these people are not on my side. They don't want to help me. And, um, then they'll write, they'll, they wrote, I went to one uh, mental 
therapy place in, I think, was it Concord? I think it was in Concord. I was probably Kannapolis, but I'm going to say it was in Concord. I went to one mental health uh, service for therapy, and this woman wrote lies in my um, report that I need to be in a drug um, group talking about drug abuse and drug addiction. and So she was basically saying I was a drug addict, and I didn't even tell her that shit. I told her that I experimented, but I didn't get hooked because I didn't do it often. I couldn't do it often. And um, and I didn't want to anyway, but still, she still wrote down in my notes that I have a drug problem. I said, I said, this woman is trying to fucking um, pencil uh, whip me and shit. I can't stand... Like, I was just like, wow, these motherfuckers really be doing shit like this. Because they think that you are in a vulnerable situation and that they can do anything to you and say anything about you because your family ain't shit. And you already told them that your family is not worth a damn and they don't care about you. They don't love you. They want you gone. And they're abusive. So people would do that will take advantage of your uh, lack of support because they think that you don't know any better. And sometimes, you know, you don't. I didn't. But but I know better now because they didn't really get me that bad. But, you know, it's just just disappointing and it hurts uh, me to know that the very people that are supposed to be helping me, people like me, are the very people who will set people up like me to fail and go back into a shelter or become homeless, um, fall through the cracks, as they say. But they're the ones that's making it happen. They're the, they're, they are the ones that's uh, having it to be this way. Hopefully, I don't have to go back into the shelter in March. Hopefully, something will come open for me in an apartment. In an apartment, uh, 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 hopefully, it will. Because these people have set me up to go right back into the shelter because they wasn't doing their job. They wasn't helping me. Like they said they were. They were just sitting on their ass writing notes. And then on top of that, disrespecting me and belittling me. No. And that's why they don't, people in this system with the mental health system and the low income uh, branch of this government, you know, not all of them, but a big majority, they don't like me because I tell them about themselves and I tell them the truth and I tell them what I need done specifically. And if they don't do it, 
the specific way that I told them, I will tell them about it. I will bring it up. And they don't like that. But I don't really care because I don't like the way you're treating me. They, they want people like me to just sit with our hands with our hands uh, clapped together, we're twiddling our thumbs and just agree to everything that they're doing and saying. And, and be like, yes, I know that you're helping me. I know that you're doing everything you, you, you um, possibly can do to help me. But their actions are saying, are showing you something totally different. They're just nasty. Their whole, ugh. But I will be more organized next time I do this. Trying to get the experience out there. So anyone that is in my position that's uh, poor, on a check, um, having to deal with these people that's talking about they're going to help you, but then they're lying to you because their actions are saying otherwise, if you are facing injustice with the very people who are supposed to be helping you and you don't have no family that even gives a fuck about you, uh, please tune in to my podcast. I know that I'm all over the place and I'm discombobulated, but I really got to get this out in the airways for people like me. Because people like me, I am so tired of people who got jobs who think they got some power over somebody some authority to just be domineering over us and the shit on us i'm tired of that shit i'm tired of them sabotaging us to go back to square one when it wasn't even our fault it was their fault, but then they turn around on us and say it's our fault because we're, we're not doing enough. We're lazy. We don't care about ourselves. We're not being honest. But all the while, these people are telling us, oh, you can trust us. We care about you. We, I really do care about you. I love you. Um, I'm your safe place. You can tell me anything. Oh, honesty uh, is the best policy, but they're not being honest they're not being honest with us, and they sure enough wasn't honest with me. Only like maybe I would say one percent was honest with me during this whole uh, shit show of a fucking <laughs> circus. It's just ridiculous, and then most of them were women that I had to work with, and only how many I liked. Only one of them that I really liked, and she really did do everything to help me. Well, actually, no, it was two. But one of them was my therapist, and she told the truth. She said that uh, the housing specialist didn't give a fuck about me, and the housing specialist wasn't doing nothing except for um, tearing me down and being disrespectful to me and talking shit to me and stuff. And I was like, that's right. And um, and then there was another one. She was my peer support. I really liked her. But she found a better job, which I'm happy for. 
I'm happy for her that she found a better job that probably pays her better. So that's good. Um, but yes, this is what I'm going through. This is what I did go through. Um, the housing specialist is no longer uh, giving the service because it was a temporary service. Thank goodness. Cause I was fucking, I, I really didn't fucking like her. She was fucking disrespectful and hateful and nasty. I'm happy that she's fucking gone. I don't have to fucking deal with her or look at her no more and hear her fucking lies. And then, um, yeah, that's over. But with the peer support, I'm gonna try this one more time but this time, I'm not going to sit up here and uh, get all buddy-buddy uh, with anything. I wasn't really buddy-buddy with none of them. I just told them my situation. I didn't really give a fuck if they use it against me or what. I don't really care because that's not going to hurt me because it is what it is. That's what it is. That's the truth. That's what I know. Because it's facts. Because I'm living it. But uh, I'm not going to. I'm going to be superficial with her. That means I'm going to treat her like uh, a business uh, contract. Just superficial. Just uh, cordial. I'm not going to sit up here and go through this shit again. So I'm going to just tell her the goal that I want done. I, that I want to achieve and everything like that. And that's going to be that. Uh, all the other stuff, like my appointments and stuff like that, yeah. But other than, uh, like, telling her uh, about mm, financial matters and things like that, and, and no, I'm not telling you shit. Because I did this with the other ones. I was honest. I really didn't give a fuck about them shitting on me. Because I'm honest. I don't give a fuck about nobody talking shit about uh, me. Uh, not knowing how to manage money. I know how to manage money. I do. But I did this shit uh, to see how they were going to treat me. And they treated me like shit. Sometimes you got to play the fool to see how people really view you and to see how people uh, actually think about you. So I played the fool. I had to play like I was so irresponsible. I had to do it. So I got all the evidence and all the uh, 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 proof I needed about these people. Um I just got to put it out there, you know, just because you low income and just because you want a check, people call it a crazy check, what the fuck ever, just because you're, you're on that, just because you're poor or in poverty or you're homeless and you ain't fucking people over. Cause I know what it's like to be around homeless people who ain't shit. So I'm not talking about homeless people who ain't shit that will steal from other homeless people and abuse homeless people and all this other shit. I'm talking about good homeless people who are about their business, who want a good, who want a future for themselves, and they doing everything that they possibly can to get what 
they know that they deserve out of life. I'm talking about y'all. You don't don't feel bad that you homeless or you in poverty and you poor and you struggling and everybody shitting on you and you only got maybe one or two people that's for you. Don't feel bad. Don't let these people um tell tell you and make you believe that you ain't shit and you ain't going nowhere in life and that you dirty and you a nobody and you need to quote unquote get a job. Well, how about this? They need to know that there is a sector of homeless people who are called the working homeless. Okay, people who work, but they still homeless. Don't let people who have houses and cars and jobs and shit like that make you feel less than because you're not. You're not. And don't let um, people on the street, if you homeless, spit on you and kick you and shit like that because you don't deserve that shit. You don't deserve people disrespecting you. They don't know what you've been through. They don't know why you became homeless. And people who keep saying homeless people chose to be homeless, that's not true. People don't choose to be no homeless. Some people do. Some people do. Some people choose to be a gypsy, people that travel and shit. But most people do not choose to be homeless. They don't want to be homeless. So people who say that, you need to stop saying that because it's not true. Because it could be you. You could be uh, becoming homeless. You don't know. All you worried about is you and yours. But guess what? Um, money. You can't take it with you when you die. I understand people want heaven on earth right now. I get it, okay? Good for you. I'm happy that you have the house and the car and this, that, and the third. But don't shit on somebody because they homeless, they poor, and they struggling, and they low income, and and they in poverty. Don't do that. And stop taking advantage of people and children that are in poverty and things like that. And that don't have no family that gives a fuck about them. Or friends. So... This is my podcast, my introduction. Um, If you like it, you know, just keep tuning in or whatever. Leave me some feedback or whatever. I know I'm all over the place, but um, until next time, I am Carissa Caldwell. Later. Hello, hello, everyone. This is Clarissa Says It All, and tonight I am going to be talking about friendship, okay? Um, so, the first thing I'm going to touch on is, what does friendship mean to me? Friendship means to me is a person or... A group of people that will support me, um, that will motivate me to be better, um, that will not allow me to quit on myself and to quit on my goals and dreams and aspirations that I have for my life. Friendship is a bond between two or more people in your life or in my life that can never be broken and no one can come in between your friendship. 
friendship to me is becoming family, understanding each other, uplifting each other, helping each other out, visiting each other when you're when the other ones are sick or sad. Going out with each other, taking each other out to the movies or taking trips together. Um, and being resourceful to each other too. Being resourceful is very important. Because um, if one of your friends are having, you know, hard times and they don't have very much resources, um, having a resourceful friend or resourceful friends is very important. Um, friends call each other or text each other. Um, friendship is give and take. Um, friendship is leaning on each other when hard times come. <clears throat> and friendship is a give and take is equal um and it's working through you know your differences uh in a group or a small little unit one to two three people something like that and you know not you know Not belittling each other and just, you know, being healthy um, and appreciating each other's imperfections and differences and weirdness and everything. So that's what friendship means to me. And, um, the second thing is, what is a friend and what are friends for? Like I said, the first thing that I touched on, friends are people who visit you, who text you, um, who give you very good sound advice because they are speaking from experience. Um, friends are family. Um Friends, you know, bond bond with each other. You know, they they don't judge each other harshly. Because <clears throat> let's be honest, everybody judges everybody. But with friends, they judge you, but they don't judge you like in a very uh, hateful, venomous, uh, bitter way. Like if they're going to judge you, uh, a real friend would judge you in a healthy, loving way because they have experience with whatever you're going through and they just want the best for you. Friends, friends are for good memories. You know, you don't have to post everything on social media uh, to prove that you have the best friends in the world. Um... You know, friends do weird stuff together. Like, <laughs> and they like, 
They just talk about random stuff. Y'all could be having uh, 10 different conversations with each other, but you, you, you can keep up, you know, even if you can't understand, you can still keep up. And, you know, even when you don't have nothing to say too, you and your friend can sit in silence and appreciate each other's presence um, in that moment. You know, friends don't always have to talk uh, or when you come over or whatever, you can just sit and, and, and eat chips and look at TV and laugh with each other and giggle and, you know, <laughs> and there's moments, <clears throat> there's moments when it's very good to have a friend you can sit in silence with, you know, cause you don't always have to talk, you know, you just sit there and enjoy, enjoy each other's presence and company. Okay. The third the third thing is um, what a friend is not. Um, a friend is not someone who judges you harshly and who judges you uh, coming from a very jealous and envious and hateful, uh, condescending way. Um, a friend is not someone who betrays you over and over again. First off, a friend wouldn't betray you. Um, a friend is not someone who tears you down, say horrible things about you to your face and behind your back. Uh, a friend is not someone who turns people against you. A friend is not someone who, mm. well, a friend is someone, oh, sorry, a friend is not a friend doesn't sleep with your boyfriend or girlfriend. The friends don't do that. And even after you break you break up with whomever, they don't they don't sleep with your person. They they don't do that because they're sharing bodily fluids and other stuff. You know that's kind of like uh leftover uh. uh fluids and stuff so real friends don't do that real friends don't make backhanded compliments and jokes about your insecurities and things like that a real friend does not leave you hanging a real friend will let you have your little ten temper tantrum well sorry i'm talking about what a real friend is but okay a friend is just a friend. A real friend wouldn't leave you behind just because you know you're having a a a, a bad moment in life. You know they don't leave you behind. You know. They don't disrespect you. They don't embarrass you. They don't talk bad about your children. They don't talk bad about the situation with your children. And a friend doesn't. Mm. A friend isn't. 
your enemy. A friend doesn't hurt you and makes you feel less than. So that's the third. And how did I make friends? Uh, me, I make friends by accident. Like I totally make friends by accident randomly in life. They may not stay long, but uh, <laughs> I make friends almost everywhere I go. The majority people cannot fucking stand my fucking ass, whatever. But <laughs> but yes, everywhere I go, I make I make some friends. You no, know, just spontaneous, random, and I love them all. And uh, let me see for the that was number four. Um, number five, how can, how can you make friends? Well, just be yourself. And if anybody doesn't like yourself for being you unapologetically, I think I said it right. <laughs> Did fork them, fork off, bitch. Cause I don't need <laughs> You know, I'm a unicorn, bitch. I don't need you to be shitting on me. I'm magical and beautiful. I don't need nobody with their fucking shitty-ass rain cloud fucking me up with their fucky, nasty energy. So, how you make friends, you be yourself, and you see, uh, pay attention to who stays with you and who is loyal and devoted to you. Uh, the people who prove to you that they really want to be in your life. So that's how you make friends. You just be yourself, but watch, you know, you'll see who your real friends are. That's how you make friends. Number six, I think six, um, how to resolve a conflict with a friend. Well, first off, you having a conflict, you fall out. You may even cuss each other out or you may just go silent. Well, First off, if you go silent, just think, just reflect. Why am I upset with my friend? Was it something that they said? Was it something that they did? Is it because I'm frustrated and shouldn't even be brought up? Is it just me because I'm stressed about my life and what I'm going through? And um, then if you must talk about it, if it was like something real personal and you can't shake it. Just talk to them about it. Have a conversation and resolve it. And um, just tell your friend how it made you feel and bring up what they did to make you feel that way and, you know, how they said it and what you thought that they meant by it. To make them, you know, just to bring it to their attention, you know, what 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 bothers you in friendship and everything, and what makes you, you know, feel uh, hurt and afflicted and offended. Because conversation is key, okay, in any relationship. So I think this is number seven. Okay, when. To end a friendship. Now, when to end a friendship? When 
when the person keeps repeatedly disrespecting you and doing all types of fuck bald headed ass shit and crazy just stupid ass shit to you just very venomous shit that keeps going over your boundaries and across the line and around in circles it's time for that friend to be an ex okay you need to just throw them (laughs) you need to throw them out the window or just throw them out the not literally though but just get rid of them they're not your friend that's not your friend they just they just a piece of shit they're they're trash they're 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 that they are the piece of shit that you know when a dog do do and the flies be all over the shit. Yeah, that's the type of uh, person they are, the people they are. You don't want that in your life. So it may be hard, but, you know, you don't even have to tell them, oh, I don't want to be friends with you. Now, if you work with them, I don't know what to t- Well, hmm. Be cordial. Be cordial. Be cordial. Be polite. You know, but just don't be all personal. Don't get personal with these people. Do not tell them. It doesn't matter if they know your personal shit before you ended the friendship. So, and it just don't tell them, don't, don't be very vague. Okay. Just cut them motherfuckers off. You ain't got to tell them that. Get another job. Do something else different. Get, uh, work somewhere else. Shit. Remove yourself. And then the last one, number eight. Is how to be your own best friend. How to be your own best friend. Well, do stuff with yourself. Shoot, color, draw, uh, sing to yourself, dance, uh, take yourself out. Uh, people think that's so weird and lame and pitiful to see somebody eating by themselves or going to. No, it's not. It's actually fun as fuck because you <laughs> you don't have to sit there with somebody in a fucking movie theater and they looking at you all crazy because you found a part in the movie that was funny, but they didn't, and they looking at you all crazy, you know, or they're complaining the whole fucking time, you know. Man, take yourself out to the movies and be proud of yourself. Go eat by your goddamn self and be happy. Motherfuckers looking at you crazy. Just fuck them. Because they, they the ones that can't be by themselves. That's what people need to learn how to do. They need to be by themselves. I understand what it's like to be lonely and shit. Because I'm always by myself. <laughs> but I get over it because I be thinking, huh, I don't have to deal with somebody complaining 24-7. I don't have to be around people that's judging me uh, harshly. I don't know what these motherfuckers doing behind my back. You know what I'm saying? So to be your own best friend, you you just, you love yourself, you respect yourself, you set boundaries, and you have standards that are high, but not impossible. But you have standards for yourself and other people, but don't come all overbearing and shit. Just watch people. And, uh, you know, keep uh, keep up with your mental health and your health. Uh, shoot, be 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 yourself. Be weird. Be odd. Um, be respectful and shit. Be humble. Just give yourself respect. Like treat yourself the way you want people to treat you. 
But if you in a bad place, just treat yourself with love. Be kind to yourself. Be everything you want a friend to be to yourself. Be a friend to yourself. Everything you want a friend to be, be it to yourself first. Um, and, um, well, that's all I had for this segment. So until next time, this is Clarissa says it all. Peace. All right. Hello. Hello, everyone. This is another segment of Clarissa says it all. And tonight I am going to be talking about. my homelessness and the homeless academic. I'm going to be talking about homelessness tonight. Um, my first thing I will be touching on is when I was first homeless. Um, the first time I was ever homeless was back in 2015. Of uh, Let me see. I, let me see. 2015 of November. Um, this was after my grandmother got, uh, died. Um, she was buried on Halloween. Uh, but yes, uh, back in 2015, I became homeless because my grandmother died and my half brother didn't want me to, um, no longer stay in the house that my grandmother and us, like us three were staying in. He didn't want me to be there anymore. So he kicked me out, but um, he made it seem like I made the choice to leave, which was not true. Um, He was complaining about me um, the day before he kicked me out that he didn't want me there and that, um, uh, something was wrong with me and, um, you know, just making complaints to other, uh, relatives that he talks to about me probably on a da- uh, daily basis. Uh, so yes, um, uh, my first time being a homeless was 2015 of November and, um, I did, um, go from relative to relative house uh, because, um, all they wanted me for was, um, my, uh, check that I get, um, from my father who was deceased. Um, uh, he died, I think back in 20, 2001, I think 2001, I don't really know, but it, it was probably 2001. So, but yeah, they just, um, wanted to, um, had me there for, uh, their own, uh, greedy, uh, wants. So that's why I kept moving from relative to relative house. And, uh, I was being poorly treated by every single one of them. So that's why I kept moving around. Um, number two, why was I homeless? Same reason. Um, uh, my grandmother died and, um, 
my half brother decided that I was no longer uh, welcome in their family uh, unit, so I had to go. Um, uh, I got kicked out basically, and because of my grandmother, my grandmother's death, so that was ultimately why I ended up homeless. Um, number three. What was it like being homeless? Okay, so it was stressful being homeless. It was uh, embarrassing being homeless, and it was tiresome being homeless, and it was overwhelming, and uh, it made me feel uh, like there are no more good people in the world that actually care about making this world better. Um, it made me realize that uh, people do not have love and do, they do not know what love is. Um, people are very selfish and stingy and very um, cruel and they don't care about nobody that doesn't have money and that doesn't, that does not have possessions on this in this material world so people really do not uh, care about homeless uh, p persons because they do not have possessions or material things that they can impress people you know um it made me lose hope in people in general uh made me trust less and uh it was just it made me realize that this world is not um well, I always felt this way about the world, but it really gave me a reality check that people are not uh, as uh, loving and kind and uh, concerned about the well-being of people in this world as they uh, pretend to be and say they are. Uh, so being homeless was a reality check. Um, number four, the treatment of homeless people. Uh, like I said, uh, people treated me invisible. Uh, uh, people were very harsh and very dismissing and uh, cold and, uh, you know, treated me like I was a, a, a menace and uh, a bother to uh, everybody on the face of this earth. And it was just, it, it was, um, they treat, um, homeless people who ain't, who are not full of shit very badly. So, yeah, if you're a homeless person that's not on drugs and that's not stealing and, uh, you know, just being a, a, a bag of shit, uh, if you're not that, then, uh, people would treat you worse than a, a motherfucking homeless person that, uh, is a bag of shit. Um... So that's that. Um, how homeless people treat each other. Like I said, all homeless people are not humble. They're not sweet. They're not kind. Uh, looks can be deceiving. Uh, my experience, most of them were on drugs. Um, and then uh, sometimes, you know, uh, more often than not, they will... Uh, get young girls hooked on drugs, but it didn't happen to me because uh, I wasn't having it. But the, um, they will get young girls hooked on drugs, you know, so they can be uh, in the fold with them uh, being a bag of shit. 
and um, then they will corrupt her. Uh, uh, so yeah, um, uh, my experience was not very positive. So, uh, how homeless people treat each other, uh, if you're not like a corrupt bag of shit homeless person, uh, then, uh, you're going to get treated badly. So, uh, my experience is they don't treat each other very good in my experience, uh, unless you're just like them. Okay. Um, Oh, excuse me. Okay. And uh, I don't know which number this one was. I think it was uh, one. Seven, I think. I don't know if it's number seven, but I'm just saying number seven, even if I'm incorrect. Um, okay, so number seven, my abusive relationship while homeless. Um, yeah, that was very traumatic. And uh, I still have flashbacks, you know. I still kind of get that knee-jerk reaction, you know. Uh, it was very horrible. Uh, I was alone. Uh, I had no support. Um, uh, got ganged up on. Uh, uh, basically like this. Uh, nobody didn't care uh, about me um, getting abused. Um I had nowhere to go, so they thought, well, oh, she's staying with him, so it can't be that bad, which is a lie. Uh, it was really bad, and uh, it was just a bad place for me in that time. So, moving on. Number eight, where was my family during my homelessness? Um, well... I was in Concord during this whole uh, homeless uh, situation. Uh, and uh, my family, uh, there was some family in uh, Concord uh, uh, that was uh, in Concord. Uh, they didn't care. They uh, they saw me, but they didn't care to acknowledge me for the most part. Uh, they uh, didn't help me. They didn't ask if I needed some food. They didn't ask, hey, you want to come and uh, take a shower and uh, stay here for a night or two and, um, nothing. They didn't offer no help. They, uh, they were very negative about it. Um, I think they enjoyed, uh, me being in, uh, Concord, being in that, uh, situation, uh, being homeless and all. Cause it made them feel better about their life. Uh, so, my family, they the the, uh, the ones that live in Concord. Oh, they was in they was in Concord, but they didn't acknowledge me. They didn't help. Uh, so they were they were uh, they were around, but they wasn't around. So they didn't really care. That's where they were. They went. They didn't care. Um, next one, my temporary housing placement. Now this. Okay, so I got temporary place where I am now in Salisbury, in North Carolina, um, back in March, uh, 2019, yeah, um, and, uh, it, this is temporary, it's about to be over very soon, very, very soon this month, so, um, I was in a domestic abuse uh, shelter, and I really liked that place. I did feel safe. 
um, you know, it was a, it was a, it was a very, um, safe place to be for me, even though it was stressful at times because of the different personalities there. But other than that, uh, yes, uh, I got placed, uh, where I am now, uh, back in March, um, 2019, um, by a service called Community Link, but yeah, um, so next one, red flags and poor treatment from services appointed to help past homeless persons now. Okay, so during this whole thing, okay, there was like red flags that I knew was going to end up, I was going to end up white where I'm going to end up soon in March. Uh, it was uh, just belittling, uh, condescending uh, type of uh, communication towards me from uh the individual that was sent to help me from this thing called community link. And then there was another service. Uh, um, they were very uh, dismissive and belittling towards me and showed no empathy whatsoever of my uh, situation. And uh, I was warning them that this was going to be a repeat of me being homeless again, because you're not doing what I asked you to do. And they just, uh, just, shrug it off uh blamed everything on me you're not doing this right you're not doing that right you're spending your money on this you're spending your money on that uh just blaming me for everything but uh they were sitting on the ass saying that they were helping me but they weren't helping me so that was lies uh betrayal and deceit everything so um, basically gaslighting and being, uh, using triangulation on me, uh, and, um, just, uh, being dismissive and very, uh, unempathetic towards, uh, my situation, um, for the very, uh, for the very most part of this, uh, part in my life. Uh, okay. The reasons why I am ending up homeless again. Um, basically, I believe it was set up for me to end up homeless again because this individual uh, from uh, Community Link was saying that 90% of her uh, uh, clients end up homeless again uh, because they don't listen to her. Mm, no, that's not how things work. Uh, people do not end up homeless just because they do not listen to what you're telling them to do. They end up homeless because you're doing something to manipulate the situation so they can repeat and go back into the same situation they was in, which is homelessness and being on the streets. So it was uh, the reason why I ended up homeless again is because it was set up this way because uh, that's the way it, it's supposed to go, I guess, in their program. I don't know. But all I know is it, it was a setup for me to uh, end up homeless again. Okay. And because, just not that, and because of the lack of resources uh, here in North Carolina where I'm at in Salisbury, um, and my uh, 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 income that I get is very low. I can't afford a one-bedroom apartment. And 
I don't trust just any random person to be my uh, roommate because I don't, uh-uh. I'm not inviting no crazy uh, person that's, no, I'm not doing it. So, and um, basically lack of resources, very low income because I'm below the poverty poverty line income thing. And um, the waiting lists are very long and do, nobody doesn't want to move out of their uh, apartments for one bedroom. That's why. Um, moving on. My thoughts and feelings on me facing homeless again. Uh, mm, to be honest, uh, I'm sad. I'm disappointed. Um, I'm hurt that I got betrayed by uh, people who said they were uh, appointed to help me and they didn't help me. They set me up to end up back where I was a year ago. So um, I'm hurt and disappointed and I'm very angry and upset. It's just uh, I'm very uh, sad and disappointed uh, that I'm ended up I'm ending up going back to the shelter. Basically, I am going to be homeless because I don't have a home. So that I'm going back to the shelter um, this year, March 20th, this month. So, yeah, I'm disappointed and sad and hurt. Um, and a little bit depressed over it. And I feel lonely. Yeah. So. Moving on. my thoughts and feelings on why there is a homeless epi epi epidemic sorry um i feel the reasons why there there is a homeless epidemic in the u.s specifically um is because uh like i said people do not do not have love uh, they don't have empathy. They do not care about their fellow men. Man, they don't care about. Uh, they just don't have love, empathy. They don't have a conscience, and when they do, they just avoid it. They people um, are in this avoidant type of mind uh, set uh, uh, more than they used to be. Um, People uh, focus on, you know, uh, material things and um, gaining material gain, uh, sorry, gaining material things and uh, wealth more than actually wanting to help other people uh, achieve it and um, live better and be safe, um, you know, uh, People just um, don't care. They only care about sustaining their uh, uh, societal uh, um, situation, like having a house, car, food, and all that thing. All that, all those uh, things. Uh, people, uh, uh, the reason why there's a homeless epidemic, I believe, is because people do not, um, they don't care about other people. They only care about the dollar. They only care about the money. They care about what they have, and they only care about being better than someone else, um, you know, 
a lack of love, empathy, actual concern for humans uh, on this planet and uh, in nature and animals. So uh, the reason for the homeless epidemic is because nobody doesn't give a shit about helping nobody. Um, it's always, uh, I got to be better than the next person. I got to have this new car. I got to have this new woman, man, uh, I got to go to the best places and shit like that. So, yeah, very selfish, very selfish, very uh, corrupt um, state that uh, the big majority of people on this planet are in. That's why. Um, what I believe to be the best ways to end homelessness Uh People creating their own businesses and not working for nobody else. Um, people learning how to build their own houses. Um, people being very uh, resourceful and helpful uh, and kind to other people. Um, uh, people learning how to uh, cultivate uh Growing vegetables, fruits, uh, cattle, you don't grow cattle, but you know, having a farm, growing their own food supplies, making their own clothes, basically being self-governed, uh, not relying on government at all, uh, being very resourceful and using uh, nature as it should have been intended to be used instead of this artificial shit. Uh, so, uh, the thing, uh, I believe that will save uh, us and that will stop homelessness forever is to rely on nature and to um, learn how to be uh, self-governed and be resourceful. And uh, basically, uh, if you watch nature, that's the way we are supposed to be. Uh, like resourceful. They feed each other. They help each other. Uh they build their own houses. They, you know, they clothe each other. They, that's the way we was, uh, were intended to live. Not uh, paying these bills and paying this car and this, that, and the third. I'm telling you, we are not supposed to be living like this. If we lived by the way we were supposed to live uh, 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 and go back to that, we will be very good. I promise you that is the solution to all this poverty and this, that, and the third. People just go back to nature and start building their own shit and, and being self-governed and not having a government at all, but still have structure now. You still need to have structure and shit like that, but not being ruled by somebody that can't even relate to you because they always had money or they was poor, but now they got money and this, that, and they're disconnected to you. Nobody does not need to be uh, leading nobody that they can't relate to. So government, we need to be living uh, uh, the way we're supposed to be living, which is with nature. So, bam, that's the solution. Um, number, well, I don't forgot the number. So the next one and the last one is... Um, what do I want people who are not or who have never been homeless to know about homelessness and homeless persons coming from my own experience being homeless and uh, being a repeat homeless because I'm going to be repeating homelessness? Um, what I want them to know 
uh, I want them to know that um, homeless people are not, well, for me, me being a homeless pe- person, uh, coming from me, I don't want you to pity me. I don't want you to look down on me. There's no reason for you to look down on me. You should not be ashamed uh, to help a homeless person. Because me, I'm not trying to take advantage of you. I don't. I don't want you to uh, uh, give up your whole life earnings on me. Uh, I want you, to, uh, rich people, and you famous people, or whoever you people with all this money and these possessions. I want y'all to know that just because I'm homeless does not mean I'm dirty. Does not mean I am a criminal. Does not mean I'm on drugs. Does that mean I am a prostitute? Because I show sure enough ain't. I'm not a prostitute. Never will be. Um, it does not mean I'm desperate and I will do anything for your money because I will not. Um, does not mean I'm a, a, a savage. Uh, I'm, I'm a bad person, uh, you know, and I'm lazy and I don't care. And uh, I chose to be homeless. I didn't choose to be homeless. I did not choose to be homeless. Uh, and uh, I want y'all to know that... Uh, you need to stop disrespecting homeless people. You need to stop looking down on homeless people. You need to stop telling them to get a job because guess what? There's people that work that are homeless. So you need to stop doing it. That is very disrespectful and hurtful and degrading. You should not go around degrading people just because they don't have what you have. So I want you to know that um, you are... Uh, the problem also of why homelessness is an epidemic. Um, you don't want to help, especially you don't want to help uh, in the USA. And when I mean in the USA, I mean all over the U.S., the, the cities, the towns, everything. Y'all want to go to these big cities and help, but y'all don't want to, y'all don't get, y'all don't care about the little towns and shit. Y'all don't want to do that. Y'all want to go to these other countries and help. I don't know what y'all doing over there, but y'all want to go to other countries and help. Like, y'all are so detached from actual, the real issues of the world. Y'all don't even, y'all don't get it. Like, y'all are so not getting it. Y'all don't get it. Y'all don't want to get it. And it's a fucking disgrace. So, what I want y'all to know is, uh, y'all, you people, Need to get your heads on right and get your head out of your ass, out of your coins, out of your whatever the fuck is in because you need to help. If you say you want to help and you actually care about making this earth a better place for everybody, you need to help the people that are homeless not just in other countries. You need to help people who are, who are homeless and poverty. I'm not saying take care of their ass. I'm telling you that you need to give them resources. You need to do something. You y'all can do something. Change the law. Do do a petition. Do something. And I'm gonna let y'all know something. North Carolina. Needs help really bad all over North Carolina. So, when y'all talking about y'all donating to charity, y'all helping the babies out in Haiti and all this, you need to be helping everybody in the USA. That's what you need to be helping. You need to be helping these poor people, these homeless people, because 
they don't I'm like me I don't have nobody I don't have no no family that gives a fuck so you say that you 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 care about the world and you diss that the third how about you actually help it then Stop talking about your your cars and your money and your this that. You are you helping somebody? Are you literally helping somebody? That's my question to you. You want to sing about this that and the third? You're not doing nothing to change the world, okay? Your music does not feed people, bitch. Your music, your whatever, it doesn't feed nobody. It doesn't give nobody a house. Nothing. It doesn't give nobody a job. It doesn't create no business for nobody. You're not teaching them how to uh, uh, build their own house and this, that, and the third. You're not teaching them nothing except for buying your shit, your product. You're, you 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 just teaching them to just stay a consumer. It's okay. No, it's not. You need to be teaching them, these people, to be producers, to produce and stop stop consuming because you're okay with them being consumers because you're the one getting something out of it, Okay. So this is my segment. Um, Until next time, this is Clarissa Says It All. Peace.